the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along. Tuesday edition of The Ride Home. Kath, good to see you. How are things? Thank you. It's such a beautiful day. That How is. could I be bad? Mm. Well, you can be. Well, I mean, I could be. Right. But I choose not to be because it's so no amazing goodness. out. However, I, I did fill up before I came here to the studio. With food? No. With gas. Oh, my gosh. It cost me $65. 65 to... cost me 80 Can 80 smackers. believe that? Oh, my gosh. That's really shocking. Seriously. I mean, it's... I... The other day, my wife said, you want to you go get something to eat? And for the first time in my life, truly, I said, no, that's too expensive. You did? She's like, I don't know who you are. And you said, I don't either. Well, because. I know. I mean, seriously. It's a lot. It was my birthday, and I was like, I don't need to go to a restaurant, you know, because it's so expensive. Right. I'd rather eat at home. This is going to be, I was talking to a guy today. He said, next six months, and there you go. I don't want to be like the yeah, fear monger. Yeah, what about, oh, no, next month is going to be the worst ever. Oh, no. But, right, I mean, you read the tea leaves a little bit. You think, oh, no. No, I'm not, go- I'm not going for that. I'm not going into that. Conspiracy theories I'm at not 4 going o'clock in the that. ride home. I'm not. I refuse to do right. that. But I'm just saying. I refuse to I'm do that. I'm saying it. You I don't love, have to. I love, I'm just saying. Just saying that, you no, know. No, I'm, I'm, no, I refuse. The end is nigh. Just yep. saying. <laughs> I mean, the end might be nigh, but you're not going to know the day or time, the hour Jesus told you wouldn't yeah wait christy's pointing at me look christy i just sent this thing that you were looking for i just sent it to you i I really appreciate that thank you i'm so happy to do it some people are calling us about the end is nigh (laughs) already (laughs) one of the things we're going to talk about on today's show yeah weird loud and toxic how to deal with your co-workers annoying quirks Wait, 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 hold on. Mm-hmm. This wasn't even discussed in it the wasn't. pre-show meeting. No, I, I You're to, springing this on me. I wanted to me. surprise you with oh, it on the show. Weird, loud, and obnoxious. No, weird, loud, and toxic. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> I think it is worse. <laughs> is that me? It's not. Oh, thank you. It's weird, loud, and toxic. Okay, good. All right, no. very nice. But it could become you. Like I said, you know. <laughs> Why? Because the end is nigh. Well, I'm not- hey, John. The end is nigh again. What the heck's going on? Listen, <laughs> after the unbelievably great sports night we had last night, oh my I goodness. am nothing but Holy stars smokes. and roses today. Okay, on a scale of one to ten, how shocked were you of the Pens game last night? I so I did you think that was going to be the no. game that the Rangers came back? Oh yeah, and we're going to crush yes. us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right yeah. on a scale of one to ten, how shocked I was? Nine. I was solid seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I was seven nine. and a half. Yeah, I'm like what? It was great. It was so Sid. excellent. We went out and watched it at a uh, at a local bar. Did you, Eric and I? Yeah, and it was rowdy. Of course, People it were was super into it. People were pumped up. Yeah, man. They it was wanted... really fun. That's excellent. It was a really fun atmosphere. I mean, they were showing the crowd outside the arena, which we did multiple times when our kids were little. Are those guys? Did those? That's those a lot two of fun. Guys that were in front last night, were they cracking you up? <laughs> People are like crazy. 
They, they want to have a good time. I loved it. Right, fabulous. I very, really very good. I loved it. All right, Kath. Um, and it's not. Uh, how about the uh, local <laughs> the news? Okay. The end is not. No, give us the news here, okay. as we always do. Uh, the top four at four. For Tuesday, May 10th, 2022, mm-hmm. number one, the end is not nine. Okay. Is that it? 1A. One 1A. One this is 1B. A former Haitian senator is facing charges in the U.S. stemming from his alleged involvement in last year's assassination of Javier Moise, Haiti's president, the Justice Department announced today. Joseph Joel John, age 51, was extradited from Jamaica to the U.S. and appeared before a federal magistrate judge in Miami. He's charged with conspiring to commit murder or kidnapping outside of the U.S. and providing material support resulting in death. He faces a maximum sentence of life in prison if convicted. Number two, this is such great news. Starting in the 2022-23 school year, Penn Hill School District students will have their cell phone and any other communication devices stored away during the school day. Wait, what if I want to get in touch with my kid? Nope. Penn Hills High School Principal Eric Kostick made the announcement in a Facebook post on May 5th. Mm -hmm. The superintendent, whose name is Nancy Hines, said the administration has been researching a pouch for four years, which is a product that has been used at larger social events such as concerts to to prevent images or videos, you know, that the artists don't want people to take and put up online. Right. I like her approach to this. She said, I would much prefer to teach our students how to handle various freedoms versus restrict them. However, it seems clear that both students and teachers need more support. Excellent. So they tried it at a middle school this year. Electronics were stopped and were locked in special boxes. Students got them at the end of the day. And uh, the superintendent said, well, we can't exactly measure the impact, the exact impact of giving our middle school students a break from their personal devices. Student engagement and school culture have been impacted in a positive way. Oh, good. Isn't that great? It's so smart. It's about time. It's right? about time. Yeah, it excellent. is absolutely about time. Uh, number three, Tom Brady, no matter what he does, comes out smelling like a rose. How about that payday? I cannot believe Man, it. Holy We're talking about uh, Tom Brady, who, as soon as he leaves the NFL, will immediately begin calling Fox Sports' biggest games in a long-term agreement. The announcement of his eventual future on TV comes after everybody moved around. Like yes. Al Michaels left NBC for Amazon. Big change. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman went from Fox to ESPN. So there was this opening at yep. Fox. And who's going to replace him? What's that going to be like? Anyway, well, I'll tell you. It's going to be Tom Brady... 10 years, $375 million. Yeah. Now that's more than double what Tony Romo makes. And Tony Romo's excellent. Right. And Tony Romo's salary is already, is already outrageous. Sure. I but cannot get over it. The top rated programs on broadcast television last year were primarily NFL. So they see it's worth the money. $37 million a year. Whatever. It's Tom Brady. Well, thank goodness, because Giselle's hardly making any money. Mm-hmm. So they need to bring in some income. Right. And he hasn't gotten a raise in the NFL She's in probably made twice as much as him throughout his career. And number four. Last night, really, as we said, a spectacular night of sports in Pittsburgh because the Pens took it to the Rangers mm. in every possible way. They won 7-4 with third-string journeyman Louie Louie, 
still in his net. Unbelievable. 22 saves on 24 shots. Um, Sullivan surpassed Dan Bilesma for first place on the Penn's career postseason coaching wins last night. Love it. Uh, Crosby recorded his 200th career postseason point. Excellent. Uh, Deming surpassed Michelle Dion and Tristan Jari for 12th place on the franchise's career postseason goaltending wins list. Yeah, and Bluger had his first career postseason assist and his second career postseason point. And don't forget that the Pirates beat the Dodgers for the first time since 2018. They lost 20 straight games to the Dodgers. Hope springs eternal. Until last night. Jose Quintana. That was really good. Yep. Six scoreless. Six scoreless. First win by a Pirate starting pitcher this season. Oh, my God. That is, so sad. that is so sad. Can you believe it? 22 games in or something? It was the first right. win by a starting pitcher. Well, listen, Wednesday night. He's a night. good pitcher. That yes, was a really is. good pickup. But we'll trade him. Because <laughs> for him, the end is nigh. Uh, Just saying. But the Pirates beat the Dodgers. Yeah, there good. should be some excitement. No, there's no excitement. Yes, there is. There has to be some no, excitement. No, there's no excitement. No. Come on. No, Wednesday night is the excitement. Okay, okay? we're right. excited about Wednesday night. Very good. All right, let us take a quick break. Joe Sweeney is with us in a few minutes. What about uh, human trafficking, sexual predators, uh, recovery of victims, and aid and imprisonment of those who prey upon the most vulnerable? Joe Sweeney from the Acervo Project talks about that next. 101.5 WORD. The younger you begin filling the mind and the heart with the Word of God, the more of His power you experience when you grow up. Dr. Michael Youssef. The younger you begin to make your heart a home for the Word of God, the more peaceful you will be later on. Make plans to join us this week on Leading the Way. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all natural, farm fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now... Now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Windows 
If the super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. At a, at a red light downtown a couple of weeks ago in front of the uh, Greyhound bus station. And you know, there's about, I don't know, seven or eight people hanging around outside. And in the past, my thought would have been, you know, they're just in, in transit somewhere. But because of our next guest, I, I kind of had a different train of thoughts, which is, who are those people? What's happening? Is there, you know, something that's nefarious? Is everything okay? Uh, or is someone, you know, in trouble? Is there a sexual predator there? Is someone being human trafficked? And, you know, I kind of had to check my thoughts and I thought, wait, John, maybe that's being reactionary. But I don't believe it is because of Joe Sweeney. Joe Sweeney is the founder, the CEO of the Servo Project. Joe's a former SWAT operator, uh, bomb squad commander, U.S. government explosive security specialist. But the Servo Project, Joe, welcome to the show. And I'll have you talk about this instead of myself, but welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, John. It's good seeing you guys again. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. So there I am at that red light. You know that red light right outside the Greyhound bus station. Sure. Now, when I see that, I think a couple things are going on. People are in transit, or there may be that hub like a bus station or a train station or mall, things that may have seemed innocent in the fa- in the past are in some ways, at least for me, a little suspect because you understand the flow of human bodies and what that's like in today's weird sexual economy. Is that, sure. is that far-fetched? I don't think it's far-fetched, John. I mean, it's certainly a problem when you have public transportation like Greyhound, uh, trailways, things of that nature because it's cheap transportation. It's easy to move. It's easy to move unnoticed. Anonymous. Anonymously, right? Uh, you know, traffickers tend to, to do it in many different ways. But what you probably see down there is a lot of young people, kids. Yeah. And, you know, we've just identified in the past several months about kids in the foster care system or in some type of at-risk at youth program. The data we got uh, is probably two weeks ago. 26,000 kids are missing out of the foster care system in the country. What? Wait. What do you mean missing? Missing. They don't know where they're at. They're in the foster care system and and they- They disappear? They run away. They run away or they don't show up to maybe they're, you know, if they're still in school, junior high, senior high. And, you know, that that vulnerability is what the traffickers look for. So they give them these promises. Hey, I'll take care of you. I love you because there's that vulnerability, that need to be wanted or loved because they've already been through- a very difficult life trauma trauma and, and, and who knows what other factors it could be some mental health it could be anxiety it could be just bullying drug addiction you know and with covid <clears throat> all of those numbers are up drug addictions up teen suicides are up 25 percent mm-hmm. you know because of these kids and, and some of the things they were exposed to if you live in a bad home where where could you go during covid nowhere Right, you're stuck. So they really took the brunt of it. So now we're starting to see some of the uh, 
some of the things that occurred during there, and we're starting to see that. So, yeah, it, it's not uncommon to see that at, at bus stations for sure. That's not saying they're all being trafficked. Of course not. But I can certainly say they're probably being targeted to some degree for all sure. Right. So human trafficking, I mean, this is a I mean, this is something, you know, I think before we met you, we talked about sometimes, but, you know, you're a local presence here with an international reach. This is something that's a huge problem around the world, is it not? Yeah, for sure. For sure. We, since we last spoke, you know, it's been a few months. <clears throat> we've been extremely busy. Um, our, our cyber teams have seen an increase in online activity, uh, which really started us to start a, a really robust education and awareness program. In the past month and a half, we spoke to probably over 1,000 junior high, senior high kids. Wow. Excellent. Good for you. Yeah, we've identified we can keep going out there to the kids and the young adults that are in this trying to get them out and identify their predators and traffickers, but we got to shut the faucet off because it it's, it's just keeps feeding this problem. And these kids in these schools, you know, speaking to the counselors at several schools we've been to, are, they're telling us about the problems. They're telling us about a disruptive home life. They're talking about some of them have been physically removed from the home because of abuse. So then they get put in the foster care system, and sometimes that's good, sometimes it's not. You know, there there are occasions where in the foster care system it doesn't work out like it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So a servo is, you know, there are a lot of agencies that deal with sex trafficking. Um, what sets a servo apart? What's unique about what you guys are doing? Well, we partner with law enforcement. We've built those relationships over, <clears throat> over time, uh, over years with my career and some others. And we ask them what do they need. What help can we do to help you, adjudicate, you know, make arrests, adjudicate these cases and get these, these rescues of these individuals? So we build our model around that. We, we have cyber folks who are out there looking for predatory actors online. We have human intelligence tips that come across our tip line, also on our contact page. So we do the investigations. We vet the information. We cooperate it. We do a really heavy lifting of the investigation. So when we hand this over to law enforcement, it cuts their time down by several weeks. Oh, really? Maybe a couple months. Interesting. Where they can turn it around at a much quicker pace, get the cases where they need to be, move on to the next one. Because that's the problem. It, it, even if you talk to law enforcement agencies, it's such a vast and increasing problem, they can't keep up. Mm-hmm. They're like, Joe, it's just a revolving door. Yeah. So we're trying to alleviate that. I see. You know, and and since we've been doing this for the past four years, we've identified now we got to get to them out here. We got to get to the high school kids because that's the funnel. These kids, the, the sextortion. I mean, when we give this presentation, these kids share the stories with us. They're About telling what us what happens just with two cell phones. Two cell phones, sharing videos, sharing pictures. I had a call last week. Twelve-year-old girl, mom found it. A B student popular in school, involved in her kids' ministry at school, but she's got this thing with these boys. Mm-hmm. So now we're trying to get her some help, you know, because that's the beginning stages of this grooming, right? You put yourself out there, and it's out there forever. Right. I know. The that's images. The, and that's the scary thing about it, yeah. right? And that's why people, of course, fall for this extortion thing, because sure. they think, i got to get this off the Internet. Joe, for people who don't know you, talk about what your background is and how you ended up even being, first of all, aware of this issue and then invested in doing something about it. Well, as John said, I was with Pittsburgh PD for 11 years. The majority of my, my assignment was the SWAT team and bomb squad. And then I went to work for the federal government in 2003 with Homeland Security, and then I transitioned into a contractor with DS, Diplomatic Security, and that's the counterterrorism program. 
But it was in this job where I had gotten asked to rescue some kidnapped American children who we believe were in South America at the time. This was in 2016. So I was working in the Middle East. I, you know, my colleague, I told him I'd be back in about a month. But it's just that simple conversation of him saying, hey, I need you on the team. We think we know where these kids are. I'm putting together an op. Started me down this rabbit hole of just doing a a deep dive into this problem. I just started Googling kidnapped American kids. Right. And that. What made you do that? Well, because I knew my, my buddy had been rescuing kids. Right? Okay. And we had, we had known each other for several years. Um, He's a retirement, a retired government employee, and uh, let's put it that way. And it's you know, and he had asked me before. You know, we I lived in the Middle East for a year. We had met over there uh, in discussions of some things. So I don't know. I don't know. It just I just started Struck looking into nerve. it. Yeah. yeah. And the the deeper and the more I found out, the more disturbed I became. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the shock of the crime. It was the shock of the scope of it. And I've been to a dozen countries or more. And I never saw it to mm-hmm. the to the to the degree that it's it's mm-hmm. occurring. So, and then when I start talking to my law enforcement friends and other agencies, they all had the same answer. They're like, "Bro, it's out of control." And there it is in plain sight. Plain sight, but nobody wants to talk about it. But Joe, it's a weird. The culture is strange now because when you talk about this, I'm sure you get some pushback. Well, Joe, this is just sex workers. We well, use sex workers are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the, in the early days when we first started and founded the organization, um, we used to get that. Like, well, isn't this just prostitution? Mm-hmm. And, and we still get it to a degree. But I think now the needle has moved slightly where there's enough people at least willing to hear you out about the problem and what it looks like. And what's really you peel the onion layers back and you can really see for what it is. Uh, so I, I won't say that we get a. A, a huge response every time we go out and do an awareness talk. You know, that's you know we do have people come up. If we have a, if we have a crowd of a hundred, you might get ten come up and want to talk to you more. That's a heck of a lot. Yeah, but I tell you, fifty percent of the time when we go out and do this presentation, it's an hour and a half with Q and A. Fifty percent of the time, somebody comes up to me and wants to tell me how they were abused as a child, or they were trafficked, family member. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, when they were kids. And they've never told anybody or that since then they have sought out help. And these are people that are in their 40s and 50s. Really? Yeah. It's 50%. This isn't a new problem. New, no, no, not, not at all. So and some of those folks do end up coming around and, and want to, you know, want to volunteer and be advocates, you know, for it. So um, it's good. I mean, we, we get to really learn from them too. Sure. You know, they share their experiences and uh, it's almost like a weight lifted off them. I bet. Because it's such a stigmatism, right? Mm-hmm. But once you start talking to them, and some of them have been already in the advocacy world for this. They're like, yeah, this happened in my own house from the time I was five to mm-hmm. ten. And you stuck know? forever. Yeah. So, Joe, then at the core of what you're doing, people are listening and thinking, okay, I get what, I get what Joe's saying. You're, you're, you're doing what and asking what? I mean, you're res- are you rescuing kids who are being sex trafficked? What's the whole, you know, what's the whole purpose here? Yeah. Well, th- the main purpose is we're an intelligence gathering organization that partners with law enforcement, right? We get them credible, accurate information that's actionable, right? As far as the actual physical rescue, we, we can't do that. Law enforcement does that as well, but we can provide a conduit for resources, for recovery, for counseling, for therapy, things like that. 
to the point even started a couple months ago, we're looking at potentially opening a facility for young kids. And I'll use this as a placeholder, ages, say, 4 to 12. Because we've also identified there's a lot of residential homes for at-risk youth, 13 to 21. There's not a whole lot of places for kids in that really young age. And we've seen a gap there. And so we're looking what we call exploratory research. We're looking into all the things we need to do, what's the needs, uh, from counseling, therapy, school, medical needs, to adoption is really what we're looking at, too, that that kind of a specific uh, particular child, you know, that, that that's what's earmarked for their program. Good, strong families yes. to step forward. You know, and, and even though the, the kids that I have spoke to, where their parents call us, they find this this stuff on their phones, they'll, they'll bring them into the office with us because they don't want to go to the police right away because they're scared. They don't know what to do. Is they all need something. They need loved, Right. And, and even some of these kids, they have good families, but they get caught up in the wrong crowds, sure. right? They're they're either bullied or pressured and, you know, to be popular. Well, like when you and I were kids, I mean, you know, you could fall into a hole and do something stupid, but sure. it didn't mean anything. Now, because of the internet and because everybody's got phones, it quickly can explode. And because the traffickers have become so strategic mm-hmm. in how they target kids. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really profoundly evil, um, but you have to be just as smart. To sure. think ahead on your well, part, I can assume. In, that, in our technology side with our analysts, they're very smart. These are all young people that are engaged in this technology. They know how it works. They know how these people are exploiting it. So we're, we're very blessed to have them, you know, and they're they're really uh, behind the mission and their hearts are behind the mission for sure. Fabulous. Yeah. Well, Joe, it's good to have you here locally, especially, right? I mean, this is a wonderful resource for people. Uh, the fact of the matter is you're saving people's lives, young people's lives especially. But, you know, someone 40 or 50 is approaching you as well. Uh, these stories need to be heard. They need to be told. Yeah. Tell us about the event coming up June 10th. Uh, June 10th, we have a boxing event at the Priory Hotel on the north side. Oh, no, I, no, I, cool. I haven't seen a lot of boxing at the Priory. No? No. Uh, it's, it, I guess Donnybrook. Well, COVID shut it down, didn't it? <laughs> sure did. Uh-huh, right. You know? Because the last it. thing you want is sweat flying around. <laughs> yeah, but we have uh, – we got um, – one of our board members' son's boxes, my grandson boxes. Awesome. And uh, so it's June 10th at the Priory, and there's a, a range of ticket prices from VIP all the way down to general mission. And it's looking uh, like a really good event. I mean, we're getting a lot of feedback. And uh, if you can make it or just reach out or go on the website and get more information on it for sure. Okay, where, what's your website, it. Joe? It is www.theaservoproject.org. Easy Terrific. peasy. Joe, listen, we admire your work. Keep going on. And uh, count us as a friend. If we can be yeah. a resource for sure. you, please. Yeah. Well, and I would tell anybody, if they want us to come out and talk to their schools or their community groups with these kids, we're really getting to the kids. Excellent. They're sharing stories with us, which is awesome. And maybe they're afraid to tell mom and dad. Correct. Yeah. So uh, we're growing. We're, we need help still, but uh, it's great. And I appreciate all the help you guys do for us. That's the Acervo Project, A-S-S-E-R-V-O Project.org. Very nice. Joe Sweeney. Always a pleasure, Joe. Joe. Thank you so much. You too, guys. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVA. 
Casey.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Here's Dave White. We need less talk and more action. My father was a steam fitter. My mother, a homemaker. Their dream for me was to achieve opportunities greater than the ones they had. And like my parents and so many of you, I want to ensure that we can provide that same opportunity for all of our children. Dave White's a dedicated family man, unapologetic conservative, job-creating entrepreneur. I am not a politician. If you are looking for a candidate with decades of experience in Harrisburg or Washington, I am just not that candidate for you. If you want safer streets, if you want to lower taxes, if you want to fix our elections once and for all, if you want to put parents back in charge of our children's education, join our campaign. I will take less talk and more action to Harrisburg. Paid for by friends of Dave White. I love seeing the transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life. For a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Biting into a sandwich is good. Getting the perfect bite of KFC's juicy, hand-breaded, 100% white meat chicken filet with tangy mayo, thick-cut pickles, and a buttery brioche bun? That's finger-licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich in classic or spicy today. Prices of participation may vary. You could win $5,000 and bless an organization with $5,000 in your name when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Share your kindness with others. Go to wordfm.com to enter. That's wordfm.com. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 50. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and pleasant. A nice afternoon for outdoor activities, the high 78. Clear skies for tomorrow night with a low of 51. Thursday, we'll see plenty of sunshine and a high of 80. Taking a look at Friday, we'll see sunny to partly cloudy skies. Expect a high Friday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. A lot of us worked from home for a long time. And so we didn't have annoying quirks to, you know, really distract us from our work, like someone humming when... No, I had a dog in my room. We were going back to, you know, coming back on the air or something like that, you know. Oh. Someone stepping on your candy on the floor, like whatever whatever it would be. But now that we're back in the office, (laughs) all of a sudden you think, were my coworkers always this annoying? Yeah, probably so. Right? Maybe I've changed. Maybe that's what it is. So there's an article in today's Wall Street Journal about this this exact thing, hmm. asking that question, were my coworkers always this annoying? So the article goes on to say that because of us being sequestered for as long as we have, yeah. 
the quirks of our coworkers suddenly seem louder, grosser, and harder than ever to confront. And our tolerance for other humans has grown thin because we're out of practice. Because we just, you know, we haven't been out and about. But now we're stuck with each other, so we need to figure it out, right? In fact, Tessa West, who's a New York uh, psychology professor, says this is what happens when you cut people off socially, is that we lose our social graces. Like we forget what's good and bad to do. Wait, are you saying that I'm loud and gross? No, not at all. Listen, she's observed colleagues in her workplace entering conference rooms without shoes. Oh, come on. Mm -hmm. Yep. Painting their nails at their desk. Mm. Mm-hmm. She said, we used to have a shared reality of what was like appropriate and what wasn't. Yeah, and now we've completely lost that. Okay. Painting your nails as you did. Yeah. Another, what, you think that's a problem? Uh, we don't, you we would have never offices. do that. Yeah, and we have offices. Right. So it's a little different. So plus but, the smell, I think. Yes, yeah, the right. smell of yeah, right. nail polish. You've never done lot. that. All right. Th- Chrissy would never do that. No, I don't think so. Um, Jennifer Edwards, a California-based leadership coach, um, was recently at a client site when a worker decided to take a FaceTime call on speakerphone in the middle of the office. And then, once it started, he was shushing everybody else in the office because he couldn't hear. Oh, man. Okay. So she's saying, say that happens to you. How would you handle that in the workplace? Say I take a FaceTime call. Say we're here in the studio, pre-show meeting. Yeah. You and me and Christy. Yeah. And say a couple other people wander in. But I take a FaceTime call on speakerphone and I start talking about it and then I shush you guys. How would you handle that? I'd probably laugh and make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. That's not listed in the no, article. That's what I would do. As an alternative. And then you would, maybe you would get mad. Yeah. Right? Or, or generally – if. The, if it ignored, if it, I would just walk away. Okay, I think those are all good. Do you want to hear what they're recommending in the Wall Street Journal today? Oh yeah, sure. They're saying you should say oh. something kind and true first. Like I can see you're really passionate about whatever you're talking about, Who's but could you wear the, some headphones so the rest of us could stay focused? Kath, I can see you're really passionate about what you're talking about. <laughs> could you wear some headphones? <laughs> That's never going to happen. Okay, what about nonverbal cues? This is this is another. Oh, I'll give you one. Uh, this is <laughs> this is another alternative. So someone's kind of doing this kind of thing, uh, like chronic finger tapper. Yeah, you know that person, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's a nail biter mm-hmm. or some somebody like that. You could look them in the eye and raise your eyebrow. <laughs> That's the nonverbal right. cue. Have you seen Abbott Elementary yet, Chris? No, no. Oh, you haven't seen it yet. Okay. No. Barbara is the classic at that. Like mm. there, there's a character who's, who has very powerful eyebrows really? who could do that. Would you consider something like that? No, but I would do this. <laughs> Which was, you know, like the death sound in our family. Of course it was. Oh, it can mean so many things. <laughs> and it's just expansive, right? Yes, the more you think about it, the worse what? it gets. Why don't be doing that to Okay, me. what about poking fun at yourself? Saying something like, I'm so sorry. I'm so used to working by myself. I'm just not a normal human. No, who does that kind of stuff though? Aren't you fortunate? I, I, I don't know. I, people just lost their minds. I think that's what the article is saying is that people have lost their minds. And so because we are the Wall Street Journal, we need to come up with different strategies. To be polite. Poss- right. Just a lack of self-awareness or people just don't care anymore. Or people don't. People are annoyed by their coworkers, but don't stop to think maybe I'm annoying. Like I remember my first job, not my first job. It was, my, it was my first higher paying job. Let's yeah, put it that right. way. Like real job. I was in a room with cubes. Yeah. You know, everybody had their own cube. Yeah. And I was filing my nails. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Now, I wasn't Mm-mm. painting my nails. Yeah. I was just Still. filing my nails. Boy, someone mentioned that to me. Of course. But I would not have thought of that. No, right. So I wouldn't have. I, 
I would not have even considered that, that would be offensive to somebody, and it drove somebody yeah, absolutely crazy. How about um, in my old job, the guy in the next room would cut his nails. That's a horrible sound. Oh, oh man! I mean, I mean, this bad hygiene all around. Because you'd hear click, and then you think, "Where's what that is going? he doing?" Yeah, yeah. What's going on there? You know. That's flying across the room. So I wonder, though, like, you know, so we've been in the office for decades. What about our kids? Because kids aren't going into the office. At some point, kids will start to go into the office. They might be 40. This, this kind of stuff is going to have to be negotiated. I guess so, right? Yeah. They're going to have to figure it out. Right. I don't know. All right. So just pipe down. Right, I just want to apologize on behalf of all my toxic behavior. Yeah. Okay. And Christy, stop walking on my candy. Yeah. Well, she's buying a piece of glass. So, you know. Things have to go Imagine really what over. she says about us, really. Venting. Hey, is it ever okay to laugh about sin? We're going to talk about that next. 101.5 WORD. Millions around the world attend churches, synagogues, and temples, yet God rejects their worship. Others worship at work, home, or in their car, and God joyfully accepts it. So what makes the difference? Worship is massively misunderstood by most people today. Don't be one of them. Join John MacArthur for his study called True Worship on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. Hey, Earl, did you hear that Senator Mastriano voted to pass Act 77? You're kidding. Isn't that the law that allowed no-excuse mail-in ballots that the Democrats are abusing? Yeah. But it's worse than that. Mastriano also proposed that folks with COVID should be mandated to register with the government or be punished. And that's a violation of my privacy rights. Uh, What will they come up with next? A tax increase? You know, Earl, now that you mention it, he has. Mastriano is proposing a 60% increase in our Pennsylvania income tax. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm sure glad I talked to you guys. Don't be like Earl. Get the facts. Doug Mastriano can't be trusted. Paid for by Pennsylvania Patriots for Election Integrity, LLC. I'm Lynn Hayes Freeland, talk show host. Everyone deserves a chance to own a home. That's why Mortgages for Mothers is the way home. Free home buying workshop from Dollar Bank. Learn how to break the rent cycle, build savings, cut debt, and boost credit. Join us for the Way Home Workshop from Dollar Bank on Saturday, May 14th at 9 a.m. at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Register today at dollar.bank slash the way home. Dollar Bank, let's get you there. Equal housing lender. Here's Dave White. We need less talk and more action. My father was a steam fitter. My mother, a homemaker. Their dream for me was to achieve opportunities greater than the ones they had. And like my parents and so many of you, I want to ensure that we can provide that same opportunity for all of our children. Dave White's a dedicated family man, unapologetic conservative, job-creating entrepreneur. I am not a politician. If you are looking for a candidate with decades of experience in Harrisburg or Washington, I am just not that candidate for you. If you want safer streets, if you want to lower taxes, if you want to fix our elections once and for all, if you want to put parents back in charge of our children's education, join our campaign. (laughs) 
I will take less talk and more action to Harrisburg. Paid for by Friends of Dave White. Let's go to the mailbag. Okay. We got something uh, last week I thought was really interesting, and I'd, I'd like to bring this to air. Uh, it's from a listener I will not identify, who says, a longtime What's listener. What's first name? Rob. Okay. Thanks, okay. Rob. I will identify as Rob. Long-time listener of your program, and I was listening early this week, Tuesday or Wednesday, in the first hour of your program. There was a back and forth with John and Kathy about John not attending church, and the comment was made about John being a sinner for not attending regularly, and something like was said about John being a sinner for not going to church, and then there was laughter about sinning. And maybe it is, and maybe it isn't a sin to miss church. Well, I was just wondering why something so serious was being laughed at as sin. Maybe I missed the joke, but being a Christian, I don't find it humorous to make a joke about sinning. I was just wondering what it is that I missed to be so funny. Can you enlighten me? Otherwise, I love the banter and the back and forth. Uh, and that's pleasurable to listen to you, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we went back and listened. Um, I was talking about being a, a young kid, like eight or nine years old, and one of my older sisters, we were we were going to go to church to mass together uh, at a Catholic mass, and she said, oh, we are not doing that, and this is what the conversation is. Growing up a Catholic schoolboy, if you dare not attend church, it was a sin, hmm. and everyone was well aware of the sinfulness so you didn't miss church Mm -hmm. that hung over your head it was a an impediment to holiness i would say now i've said this before i'm not practicing catholic here so now when i go to my church if i don't miss if i miss church on a sunday i miss out Mm -hmm. but i don't believe that i'm sinning well you might be or you might be Well, I don't know. All right. Drew Dick is with us. Drew's been a guest on our show over the years. He's the author of several books, which we love. His latest is called Your Future Self Will Thank You, Secrets to Self-Control from the Brain and Bible Science. Uh, I'm just laughing. Drew. Because, Drew, I'm happy you're here. I think this is the first moment, and I don't know how many years we've been in the air, that I just told Johnny might be sinning. I love it. I'll, I'll back you up 100%. Def, definitely a sin to miss church. Maybe the unpardonable sin. I don't know. And she's telling me that, and I'm nodding my head like she's right. I know she's right. Uh, okay. So that was the clip. So that was last week, I think Wednesday of last week. Now. I we I wasn't laughing about sinning. What were you? What were you laughing about? I mean, I about was, you, you. I was laughing about telling me that I was a per, sinner. How preposterous it is that I would be pointing at you and telling you that you're sinning. Oh, oh, okay. Why would I? Why would I be telling you that you're sinning? Well, I because I was outing myself as a, as a sinner, saying when I was a boy, if you missed church, if you missed Sunday mass by the Catholic Church's rules, then you had committed a sin. Right. But then you said that now that you are I'm, older and not going to a Catholic church, you would think that if you miss worship, you're missing I'm out. I'm missing out. But I'm you, not sinning. You, you're right. So, And then I said maybe you are because I feel like it's not a I – can't, I can't be the arbiter of whether you're sinning or not. 
I just feel like that's, I mean, we, we know what the 10 commandments are. One of the 10 commandments is not to go to church on Sunday. Right. So there's a big Bible. There are, there are a lot of things in there. Sin is a state that we're in. Sin is our rebellion against God. So I'm not saying it's not actions, but it's not simply actions. It's, it's who we are. That's why we need the grace of God so much because we are sinful people. Yes. But But I'm not going to look at somebody else's life and point out, okay, that's a sin. That's a sin. That's a sin. That's I would, I, and I'd love, you don't do that. No. Okay. Do you do that? No, I, I can't say that I'm, you know, actively. I'm too, I'm looking at myself, right, exactly. my wretchedness of myself, that's, worried, that's worrying why, about your that's sin. That's why I use the word preposterous. Yeah, my sin Like, I'm going to look at you and tell you that you're sinning? Although, people do do that, right? I mean, it's so... Is that something that you regularly do? Is no, you look at no, somebody no, and you say, no, well, you're sinning? No. I do, here, let me just say this. I, I, it is not right to laugh at sin. No, sin is not a laughing 100%. matter. A hundred percent. No, sin is not a laughing matter. And and I apologize if I if if For the sure. listener thought yeah. that we were laughing about sin because right. we were not. I, I don't want right. to make light of not anyone's sin, let alone me laughing that at that sin or mocking that in any way, shape, or form. However, I do think it is laughable. That you would call my sin out. Yes. Well no, wait a second. What about what if you saw your child sinning? You would not say, honey, wait, that's wrong. Don't do that. Okay, that's a sin. I'm, okay, here's the thing. I might say that's wrong, but I don't think I would say that's, that's a, a sin. sin. I don't think I would use that terminology. Well, people, here's the weird thing. In society today, people don't use that terminology at all. I mean, no one says sin anymore, right? right. I mean, that's an archaic thing, Yeah. especially in a secular world. But we're believers, and, we, and so we talk about sin. Don't you? Th- yes, of course. We talk about sin all the time. And we should talk about sin all the time. So you think but you I, think it's improper for you to call someone sin I don't out. know if it's improper. It feels improper to me. That you sit in judgment. Right. That I, I just, I don't feel like, and it's almost not fair to bring up my kids because I'm in authority over my kids. I'm not in authority over you. No. You know what I mean? So it's a different relationship. You <laughs> oh, you've tried many a time to be a believer. Let's, let's put the cards on the table here, Kathy. I mean. But you know what I mean, right? Right. And even now, my kids are adults. I still don't think I would say that. I don't. I, n- I never. I don't think I ever one time said that to them when they were kids. No, I don't. Did you use that terminology with your boys? No. Okay. It seems a little bit like I am in a judgment seat and pointing out what you're doing instead of us being in a state of sin, all of us together. Not that I'm trying to paper over the wrongs that you're doing or anyone else is doing, but I just don't – I feel like me pointing that out is is laughable But but and, imp- and inappropriate. If you cared for someone, if you loved someone enough, okay. would you not be remiss if to call them said, out for okay, that? Okay, if you – no, not if they don't ask me. No. I'm not going up to because someone – Because they're injuring themselves. Yeah, that's true. And the relationship – and the community around them okay, by their actions, okay. by their okay. sinful actions. Okay, say you are off the chain, okay? Right, I'm a crazy person. Say, okay, I just lost say, my mind. Say you are, you, you've picked up gambling. I'm going to the okay. casino. After the show's over, yep. I'm headed on down to yep. the Rivers Casino. And it's Joker, the, Joker. It's What's night, that guy's name? It's a, uh, Wink Martindale. Uh, that's the fifth night in a row. Yeah. 
fifth night in a row I'm at the casino. Yeah, okay. So and I'm in like seven grand. Exactly. It's off the chain. Right. And you're telling me it's seven grand, which could be in 17 because you don't want to make yourself look too bad. And I'm feeling pretty good about this. Okay. Because tonight's I- the night. Bringing it home. I am not going to say. I'm not going to listen. I would pull you aside and say something, but I don't think I would ever use the term "John, you're sinning." That doesn't mean I am convinced you're not, but I don't feel like I'm the person to you to pronounce that on you. Like God can pronounce that on you, but I don't feel like I can pronounce that on you. I'm surprised by that. Okay, because you recognize it for what it is. I wouldn't. What? I don't know. And you know me and love me and care for me, so you will also care for my salvation. And so and there your family. I am actively like being an idiot in the course of a sinful thread. I still don't think I would say that. I, I, would, I would probably say a lot of other things, but I don't believe, I, I don't think that I would say that. Mm-hmm. That's what caused me to laugh. I mean, it's just... That's I, what caused you to laugh. I could that just, was the yes, laughter. Yes, I'm not laughing like, about what, sinning. I'm you were la- laughing because you uh, it was ridiculous you would sit in judgment of me. I would never do that. It would just... Uh, but t- our guest kind of jumped. He was kind of late to the party, and he was like, ha ha, I'm going to laugh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to laugh with the joke, too. Right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call John out as well. Right. But the whole point was me being a, a, a young kid in actively sinning according to the catholic church according to the catholic church just being a foolish young child right now if you say there's an eight-year-old kid i know who doesn't come to church if he says hey miss kathy do you think i'm sinning that's very different yes. than me going up to the eight-year-old kid unsolicited and saying you're hey sinning. joker you're sinning i just does anyone want to be around that person who's going to go up without being asked and pronounce sin on someone? What about people, you know, walking into abortion clinics? People have been called out for their sin, right? That's what that front line right. is there for. They are is, called. Is, in, that, is that what a, the front lines a are A lot for? of times I, I believe that that's no, true. That, I mean, I, I think that's, I back, think that's, that's a part of what the front line is there for. The, the line is there to pray. But it's also to, to raise represent- awareness about yeah, okay. you are killing raising someone that's a sinful behavior you're about to do. is not the same thing as saying, hey, you're sinning. I'm gonna... It's not the same. But it's n- is it not necessary to call out sin? You have to call it for what it is. Otherwise, okay, it's right, just right. mayhem. It's just craziness. Okay, but saying something is wrong, doesn't that carry a different imprimatur than you're sinning? Sin has weight, to call it also. I've always been kind of cynical towards advertising, which I know doesn't make much sense considering I'm currently recording a commercial. It's all the fluffy words that make us cynical, right? A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, a blue light special, but only, of course, if you call right now. It all kind of makes me nauseous, and yet here I am about to say that right now actually might be a a once-in-a-lifetime moment for some of us. And that is the opportunity of a cash-out refinance. Arguably never has there been a moment in time like the last few years where home values have jumped at crazy historical levels, leaving all this extra money sitting inside our homes. A cash-out refinance lets you put that extra money in your pocket to use for life. If you'd like to see your options, 
We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases and up to $500 of your appraisal fees on all refinances. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses. Watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65+, Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Research shows listeners don't like it when ads interrupt their music. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, we made this ad optional. If you want to skip this ad, remove your left earphone. Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. If you're missing this informative ad, you must love wasting your cash. It's the easy and smart way to save. Now it's all been set, so if that earphone was out, put it back in your head. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. The Mechanical Services you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7, 365. Find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Okay, so I just want to follow up on this story because... The story essentially is, you know, me being a young schoolboy, I was probably eight, maybe nine. Um, usually we always went together as a family to, to mass, but I didn't go this time. I don't know whatever was going on. So I went with my one of my older sisters, Jackie, who of all my sisters was by far and away the biggest troublemaker. And I love her. And I, you know, I just saw her just a couple of weeks ago. I love her dearly. But she said, we're not going to church. And I was shocked, but... I followed along and, with her. And who's we? Just her and I. Okay. So we did not go. And so, you know, my mom gave us like money for the collection plate. You know, you know what we did? We took that money. This made it even worse. We took that money and we went to Winkies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we went to Winkies. Wow. Okay. It was probably 50 cents. I might have gotten like a burger and a small fries or something like that. We went to Winkies. And then we sat on the sand steps in Swissvale which is like these steps, and we ate the burger and fries, and then we hung out for the appropriate time, then went back home, and my mom said, you know, this was 55 years ago. How was church? And then we sinned on top of our sin because I lied to my mom about church. I mean, I felt horrible about it. It was like the first time as a kid that I directly, oppositionally went against my mother and mm-hmm. saw the trail of the wreckage that I had just created because of my own craziness, my own selfishness. Right. I mean, anybody who says sin doesn't yeah. leave lasting scars, I'm not saying, it's decades I'm after the fact. I'm not saying that wasn't a sin. Yeah. But. You're not going to call it I'm out. not going to tell you that unless you said, hey, I did this. Do you think that's a sin? Okay. Then that's that good. would right, be right. different. 
and and I only laughed because of my childhood trauma around that. Yeah, and and the rules that the Catholic Church has set in place to say this is a sin, that you missing mass is a sin. All that. Right. So decades after the fact, that all stays with Plus, me. Plus, there is another little thing I want to say, is that I think as Christians we tend to be a little too serious sometimes. Sometimes it's okay to laugh about something. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Elon Musk says he will reverse Twitter's permanent ban on former President Trump if the Tesla CEO follows through with his plan to buy the social media company. He says the ban was a bad decision. Wisconsin police asking for the public's help after a Madison pro-life office was attacked. They want to track down those who vandalized and threw two Molotov cocktails into the office of a prominent Wisconsin pro-life group that was damaged by fire. No one's been arrested and there are no suspects in custody in the fire that was discovered early Sunday morning when someone driving to Madison's nearby airport noticed flames coming from the office building. The fire at the Wisconsin Family Action Office came after two Catholic churches in Colorado, including one known for its annual pro-life display, were vandalized last week. Keith Peters reporting. This is SRN News. I'm about to compare a pepper shaker to a cash-out refinance. Hang with me. You know when you're at a restaurant and they ask, would you like some fresh ground pepper? And then they crank that giant tube, but almost nothing comes out? For me, only a certain amount of time is socially acceptable to wait. I know that getting that pepper out might make my life better, but it just seems too impossible. And that's what we hear people say about the cash-out refinance. People realize that the value of their home has gone up like hot pepper the last few years leaving all this extra money sitting inside their home. But is it too hard to get out? It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. If you're interested in cashing out the extra pepper in your home, we're good at doing all the work while you just sit back and relax. And often, your mortgage payment and years in the loan will stay the same. If you'd like to hear about your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal or Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Year after year, it's the same routine. Drop off the taxes, pick up the taxes, leave a check. Maybe it's time to work with a business CPA who is less transactional and more relational. For Mike Radich and the team at MGR CPA and Consultants, it's about more than crunching the numbers. It's about getting the advice you need for complex tax issues and business solutions. It's just a better return. MGR CPA and Consultants. Honesty, integrity, always. At MGRCPA.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 
800-523-3771 or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. When it comes to your child's education, consistency is key. And in a world that's been anything but, parents have found an unshakable educational partner in Eden Christian Academy where students experience an engaging, rock-solid Christian education at each of their three North Hills campuses, enabling them to thrive academically, spiritually, and socially. Schedule a personal tour today and see what a consistent, quality pre-K through 12th grade education can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 50. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and pleasant. A nice afternoon for outdoor activities. The high 78. Clear skies for tomorrow night with a low of 51. Thursday, we'll see plenty of sunshine and a high of 80. Taking a look at Friday, we'll see sunny to partly cloudy skies. Expect a high Friday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmett. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. Gorgeous day. Fabulous, right? Port-sitting weather extraordinaire. Or oh, my gosh. front lawn. Or For sure. Just lovely. Um, when I got married, like a lot of guys, I, I bought a new suit, like a few months ahead of, of the wedding. Went to, uh, you know, a guy in a lovely suit. As a matter of fact, I still wear the sports coat. Nice. I mean, it's, it's less than, but it's still, it looks pretty good, actually. Someone's, I have it here in my back door, uh, office door. Anyway, that's pretty typical, right? Most guys, if you're getting married, you know, in a more formal setting, you buy a new suit for yourself. So or maybe you'd run a tux. Yeah, a lot or of guys maybe, do yeah. that. Yeah, sure. Well, now apparently there's this new thing that guys are doing. They're custom suits, uh, custom-ordered suits that are produced abroad. And uh, Indochino is one of the uh, the big suppliers. And, of course, these suits, you know, you get measured here in the U.S., and then they send the, the, the measurements to, um, I'm sure, giant tailor factories in China, and then they, they're shipped over. Well, apparently, the uh, supply chain snags have been particularly troublesome for the glut of soon-to-be-married um, men. This is a banner year for weddings. 2.5 million weddings this year. Uh, the last figures were for 2020 when there were just 1.27 in this country. So a lot of guys are doing this sort of like, I mean, everything's on the internet now, right? So you're ordering your suit on the internet. And for a lot of guys, they're freaking out because the wedding day is approaching. You've, got, you've ordered your custom suit with all this special bling, like this you know, article I'm reading in the Wall Street Journal, the guy, like, he got a special suit. Inside, there was a lining with his bride's name on it and toucans, like birds. You know, what? like sort of Like a special sort of, like, blingy yeah, lining yeah, yeah, yeah. suit. And all the, the, the groomsmen, I think there were, like, nine of them, all had this similar sort of thing. Okay, now here's this. So the idea originally, I think, of wearing a suit instead of a tux is that you would get more wear out of it. Right, yeah, right, right, right. But now this is jacking up the price level. To, I mean, you can rent a tux for a couple hundred bucks. You're not buying a suit, one of those suits for a couple hundred bucks. Or if I'm buying a suit, why do I want some right. friend's wife's name in there? Exactly. 
you know. There's Tina's name in my suit. <laughs> well, maybe that was just the groom. Hey, maybe T. that wasn't the groomsman. I don't know. Let's hope so. I don't know. What, so that you could have, I don't know. That just seemed, okay. Tina. I mean, yeah. 10 years after the fact, Tina and Brad may have, you know, the marriage might have gone full circle and all of a sudden you're How wearing How much the are these suits costing, did it say? Uh, yeah. They're not pro- they're not cheap, as you might imagine. Anywhere from 1000 to $4,000. Get out. Just saying. Just saying. So you're going to pay four thousand dollars to be in somebody's wedding. People, four thousand dollars. Maybe the for, groom's picking it up. I don't nope. know. Nope. Anyway, the point is the supply chain issues. Once again, right? The, the boogeyman. The supply chain is slowing down. You know everyone's ardor of love because I don't know. How Just about, like anything, I mean, humans can ruin. You name it, but weddings are so beautiful. And now, with the way photography is, I mean, it's and it's just weddings are so beautiful, but it's so easy to prioritize the wedding over the marriage, and think that you have to have some, you have to wait to be married, you have to you know be engaged for two years so that you can make all the plans and that you can. It, I, I just feel like we've made it way the wedding way too important. Well, you know, you look at reality TV and all that and you know, there's a, everybody wants like a little storybook thing, right? Yeah, right, that's what I mean, especially in yeah. the Instagram world. Yeah. Everything's quaffed. I mean, my wedding pictures compared to wedding pictures now, it's like a whole different world. Right. Here's a, when's the last time you looked at your wedding photos? <laughs> Not too long ago because really? I had to pack them up when okay. we were I mean, I can't tell you the last time I saw my wedding. I mean, we've got a wedding photo, you know, hanging on the wall yeah. with a bunch of other photos and yeah. things, you know. But for all the emphasis on wedding photos, I don't know. Really? It doesn't really mean – for me as the guy, I don't really, like, care. I've never seen your wedding pictures. I've seen the one that you have hanging yeah. with your mom. Yeah. But so what? Because you want to remember, I'd like I've to see I've never seen wedding your wedding pic- photos, and yeah. I've known you forever. I mean, because well, I, yeah, I post I'm them go on see our your anniversary. Yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. What's it? Yeah. He doesn't care about my wedding pictures. No, Christy. I really don't. I mean, yeah. so what? Who cares? I don't. Think, I'd like to see your wedding pictures. Kids, is that a girl guy thing? I don't know. I think I mean, it maybe is. it is. I mean, I'd like to see your wedding pictures. Uh, 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 you can come to you my don't house. Even know where they are. Uh, yeah, I got a pretty good idea where okay. they are, but you know, I, I'm not going to sit around with you and look at my wedding Why photos. Why not? What the heck? So, I would like to, Christy. Wouldn't you like to see no. John's wedding pictures? I would. I would like to see young John. Oh. Yes, I would like to see it. <laughs> eh, I okay. don't really care. All right. And I really don't. And I love you, but I don't care about your wedding photos. Yeah, okay. I just don't. Okay. You know, I've seen the one. Yeah. And that's enough. Great. All I'm looking for is one, like right. proof of purchase. Right. We were there. We were there. We said I do. Right. And the bonus is major. We're still here. Exactly. Right. We're still saying I do. It's fabulous. That uh-huh. all the other stuff. Oh, your cake was so pretty. I love that wedding cake. Show me some more photos of your wedding cake. Who cares? Remember that wedding you and I went. The last wedding you and I went to together. Oh, the cookie table. Do you remember us at the cookie table? Of course. Christy, seriously, we were like, we could have publicly shamed the company by what we were. I mean, we were so strategic about the cookie table. Well, it was, a, and it was a good cookie table. It was, it? and that's why we were so strategic about it because, you know, we were up there before dinner, and it's it's tasteless, I think, to get the cookies then before dinner. Yeah, but we we were like scoping them out. We had like, I'm going to take two of that and one of that. And well, everybody that. was kind of walking by, like having a little eyeball at it. I know, but making we, your plan. We have higher standards for us, don't we? 
No. No. Not really. Clearly. No. Anyway, I, I bet I ate a dozen cookies that night. A dozen? I ate probably four dozen. <laughs> <laughs> a dozen's like an appetizer. I'm just getting going here, girl. I went to a wedding recently, and a guy that I've known for a while, who's mild-mannered, easygoing, all of a sudden, this guy turned into the wedding king. I mean, on the dance floor, I was like, I don't even know this guy. He was having the time of his life, and because he was having the time of his life, the wedding had the time of their lives. I mean, it was Isn't so cool. That fun? I loved it so much. Every time I see him, I go, man, you Can made he, my... Right. I mean, I just... I, he turned... It makes me smile just to think about him. People, that, some people just live for that, weddings. Right, that's the kind of person you want at your yeah. wedding. I've been to a million weddings because I used to be a limo driver. Of, oh my I've gosh. been to a thousand weddings. I mean, holy smokes. Sometimes on Saturdays, I would do two or three weddings every Saturday for, for years. It was a lot of fun. It's a great industry to be in. It sure is. It is. You can stand it. Anyway, we're going to take a break. Coming up next, uh, we're going to talk with Tony Turner, Pittsburgh-based counselor. We're going to get her perspective on the leak on the Roe versus Wade decision and kind of what she sees in the future for America and Pittsburgh mm. if Roe is overturned. So we'll talk about it next Tuesday edition. Right on. 101.5 WORD. The current school year is not even over, but Word FM is already talking about heading back to school. Back to school! If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the WORD half-price tuition deals now at wordfm.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Last year, over 100,000 people in the United States died from drug overdoses, and alcohol-related deaths are rising. This has to stop. At Recovery Centers of America, our local team of experts is dedicated to treating addiction and healing families. With cutting-edge science and medicine behind us, Recovery Centers of America takes a holistic approach to treatment, addressing the source, symptoms, and contributors of substance use and co-occurring mental health disorders. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now for immediate help. You don't need to travel far to access world-class care and family support services. Our inpatient and outpatient centers are located near you so you can achieve recovery close to home. Plus, we offer outpatient telehealth services. If you are suffering and don't know where to turn, we want you to know that you are not alone. At Recovery Centers of America, we will answer your call 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. I'm Doug Mastriano. I know something about fighting for freedom. My 30 years of military service showed me how much we took our freedoms for granted. When the lockdowns came and the left trampled our rights, I was one of the few to stand up for freedom. I fought for the integrity of our elections. I fought for medical freedom, to choose what medicine we put in our bodies, and for the rights of Pennsylvanians to operate and conduct business. I fought for our elderly and our special needs children. And I fought for parents' rights to raise their kids without indoctrination in school. 
Now the spirit of our Walk as Free People movement has caught fire. I'm Doug Mastriano, and I'm running for governor because this election is about freedom. Join me to restore freedom, revive our families, rebuild our economy, and to get us back to greatness. Visit DougForGov.com. That's DougForGov.com. And let's take our state back. Paid for by friends of Doug Mastriano. The fallout continues from last week's leak from the Supreme Court of the Roe v. Wade decision. Tony Turner is with us. Tony's a pastor, a counselor, a teacher, and uh, you can find her on Facebook as well as uh, different social medias, but always happy to engage Tony. Tony, welcome back. How are you doing? You take myself off. Oh, there we go. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, <laughs> hey, Tone, how are you? Good. How was your Mother's Day? Very nice, Tony. Yours? Good, good. John, mm. I know you're not a mother, but no. you should have had a nice day. I did. have had a lovely day. Thank you. He did have a nice Ancillary. day. I heard from his wife. Um, so, Tony, this was a big shock a week ago when uh, the leaked opinion came out. And on our phones or our computer screens, TVs, we found out that Roe versus Wade actually might and I say might, be overturned because, of course, the leak was an opinion that was circulated in February. It's already May. A lot could have changed since then. But it's caused us all to think, oh, my gosh, could this be possible? And so my first question to you is, what do you think would happen if Roe was overturned? Uh, All that would happen is that uh, the states would be responsible for whether or not there's what the limitations would be on their particular, you know, on their state. Some states states will say they don't want it at all. They may prohibit it. There will be some states they'll say they want it up to a certain number of weeks. Some people will say, you know, no limit. Um, and so, and whatever the law is, even if it was absolutely strictly forbidden in our nation, it wouldn't stop abortion. Um, I, those that know me well know that I used to work in the abortion industry and I worked in the abortion industry for six years. And, um, I, what I know is that, you know, on either side of, you know, whether or not you're pro-choice or you're pro-life, neither side is really fully aware of what is all involved with abortion. And, uh, I mean, I, I was, I was saved during the time that I worked at that facility. And uh, if if it had not been for the two people who were picketing the clinic, who had enough love for God that they could hear him when he says, I want you to stop. And I want you to remember why I called you into the ministry. Mm-hmm. And they came together. It was a husband and wife. And they came together and they said, wait, I heard God say that we're holding the fetus up as an idol. And that he called us into the ministry to save souls. And so they came together and they prayed that somebody in that facility would be saved. Mm. And that turned out to be me. What? Wait, so Tony, you're saying for six years you worked with an abortion group. You walked by these people on a fairly regular basis. They got to know you? No, they didn't know it was me. They didn't know it was me until a year after I'd gotten saved and I asked for a referral to a church that was their denomination that happened to be in my neighborhood. And when I went in there, they wanted to get to know me and they found out that indeed I was the answer to their prayer that, you know, they prayed that somebody in there would get saved. And there I was sitting in their kitchen. Yes. Wow. 
So um, my thing for the next three years was, okay, God, I know you hate abortion uh, because your word says you hate the shedding of innocent blood. So don't just let me be here watching the babies go down the tubes. I need you to use me. And so I was able to save some babies. I was able to, um, um, you know, to do a lot uh, on in terms of, you know, the pro-life and to win souls, you know, for Christ. But I think that the biggest issue for me at this time is that then um, I I must have counseled at least 3000 women. None of them. Wow, that's amazing. None of whom, even if they were say, even if they were atheists, nobody wanted to have an abortion. But now it seems like it's changed to the point where it's celebrated. Celebrated. Yeah. So, all right. So, Tony, when you um, say that you worked in the industry, you were daily in clinics. No, I only worked three days a week. But the facility was actually uh, it was called a reproductive health facility, yeah. and abortion was one of the services that it offered. Mm-hmm. And um, but yes, that's what would, that's what took place in that facility. And how did you become place. convinced that that was a wrong that was that abortion was wrong? Was was that when you became a believer? Was it before? How did that? How was that process for you? It was before I became a believer. I mean, you know, there's something. You know, God says that He has written certain things on our on hearts. our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just true. Everything that it's in the word is true. And um, so the fact that, as I said, even atheists were, you know, they didn't want to have the abortion. You know, they felt often that there was something wrong with it. And I think that what we really want is to begin to look at what's in our hearts. Because we, even we as Christians, you know, I think about the fact that they they say we hate you know, they say that we, you know, we don't care about anything but the fetus, that we don't care about the woman. We don't care about the person after they become a cranky teenager or, you know, they become whatever it is they don't like. You know, they say that we don't, you know, as Christians don't care about them. So my thing is, why did I feel that way? Why? Sh- there's something missing, you know, um, that that communicates love the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, you know, I believe that God has allowed the, the abortion industry to go the way it has, but if it's made illegal, that's going to drive women underground. We're not going to know who to minister to. We're not going to know who to, to share the love of Christ with, you know, to, to let them know that he forgives them, to let them know that he loves them and that he wants a better way of life for them. You know, if if we don't change, the world is not going to change. And it's going to mean that we are going to maybe go back and and do some uh, first love kinds of things. We need to go back and read the gospel so that we don't sound so hateful. Jesus didn't sound hateful to people. There were people that came out and listened to what he had to say, even if they didn't agree with him. They had to hear what he had to say and they wanted to see what he was doing. So he calls us to follow him. That means we need to learn how to love in that way. So I need to go back to to God and say, okay, is there anything that is keeping your Holy Spirit from being able to traffic your love through me? You know, so that, you know, even even like the homosexual community, 
I had a young man ask me, uh, you know, he wanted to let me know that he was gay because he wanted to be my friend and he wanted to make sure that I knew that truth about him. And when he told me we were in beauty school. So when he told me that he was gay, I was like, no, duh. And so he said, you knew. And I said, yeah, I knew, you know, um, forgive me. But what I said was Stevie Wonder could read that one, you know, but he said, but you, you're a Christian. And I said, well, what does that have to do with anything? He said, well, you didn't treat me like I was gay. So then I was really intrigued. What does that mean? You know, how are we treating people? Jesus said that they all know that you, that I came by the way you treat each other. Well, if we look at the church, we don't even treat each other right. That's, you know, and how much more people who are outside of what we consider inside, you know, and what we've got to do is we've got to come together over the love and the blood of Jesus. Got to go back to the Gospels. That's where Jesus tells us what it means to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's the only way we could, we're going to change the world. People are still going to have abortions. I don't care how much law is or isn't on it. That that court ruling back in the day was that based on, on that uh, Roe versus Wade um, trial, that just said that a woman's right to choose to have an abortion without excessive government involvement, okay, that that was, you know, it was constitutional. So, um, you know, I still have to make, I still have to make choices. You know, I want to be able to make the right choice. There were Christian women who made the choice to have abortions, you know, and how do they know, what do they feel like? Uh, you know, how does God feel about me since I've had that, you know, but we also need to be able to be able to say that there are pregnancy care centers where if you really don't want to have this abortion, you can go and you can get stuff, baby food, you can get strollers, you can get cribs, you can get, you know, uh, if you want to adopt out, it could be open. There's so many options that are there for a woman who really feels that what she's doing is not the best choice for her. But you know, it's now it's like there's an industry. Planned Parenthood was not doing abortions when I was in that industry. Planned Parenthood was only doing uh, birth control and referrals. But uh, now it's almost like, you know, with some of the experimental things that are going on with fetuses, you know, with some of the, uh, you know, I, I just believe, you know, and this is me. I, you know me. I'm a little different. I just believe that it's all Luciferian, that the, that the enemy is trying to destroy anything that's made in the image of God. And he's trying to recreate things in his image. So a lot of the fetus work that's going on is, is being used for some really, really uh, nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. Tony Turner's with us. So Tony, uh, what you're saying to me is, is very convicting. And you know, the vitriol around the conversation is so brutal that I can't imagine, you know, that what happened between you and that couple uh, outside the clinic who was praying for you all this time. They didn't know that you came to Jesus. But, I mean, our tone from both sides is so angry. It's so ugly. It's so mean. The vitriol is just so brutal. There's not an opportunity for people to sit down and look each other in the eye and be honest about our, our feelings and our fears and the conversation about the baby in the mother's womb. 
but that's not what needs to be said about Christians. We can, repentance is always on the table for God, you know, and that's why I say, you know, ask him, you know, okay, in what ways am I creating roadblocks to this process, you know, of your being able to love through me? You know, I need to go back and I need to read the gospels. So many people are dependent on what they hear over the pulpit on Sundays or what they hear from their chosen group or what they're hearing on YouTube and people are not reading the word. There's no Sunday school. So there's nothing foundational for people to know. You know, if you did a survey and asked people what the gospel is, I bet you'd get a a, a ton of different answers and they would not necessarily be what's in the Bible. That's Tony Turner. Tony, before you leave us, tell us about gracism. Well, racism is, uh, again, it, it, I know it rhymes with racism, and it has a little bit to do with that, but it mostly has to do with bringing unity to the body of Christ and, and coming together over Jesus and his blood and, and his love for the world and being able to demonstrate that. Romans uh, eight nineteen is probably one of my favorite uh, driving scriptures. It says that all creation is anxiously waiting the manifestation of sons of God. So we need to get together so that we can make a, a change in the world. And I think that's primary. That's good, Tony. Keep on going on. Always a great pleasure for you to be with us, Tony. Love you guys. Love you as well. Thanks so much. Tony Turner, she's a pastor here in Pittsburgh, a counselor. And, of course, she's on Facebook. She just said the Gracism Task Force. We'll take a, a quick break, step away. It's our daily feature, Does This Make Sense? That's next. The goal of this commercial is to show you that if you buy a new home this year without using our two advantages, you will probably have made a pretty big boo-boo financially. I learned that word from my nieces. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and today we announce something brand new. For Word FM listeners on new home purchases this year, we will now pay $1,000 of your closing costs. And there's no gimmicks. We simply believe that home purchases are going to go up this year, and we want to excite you to use us. The second advantage is our direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money within its own walls. There's no middleman, which often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. So don't make a boo-boo. Take advantage of our new $1,000 lender credit and our direct lender advantage. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court in Melville, New York. I'm lesson number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Okay, let's start unloading the sod over here. The grass is always greener when Haruka's Lawn Care does the mowing. And then we want to get the flower bed started before lunch. They need a new landscaping designer to keep their budding business growing. Can we double check the incline here? This one needs to drain this way. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. 
A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. You could win $5,000 and bless an organization with $5,000 in your name when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Share your kindness with others. Go to WordFM.com to enter. That's WordFM.com. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 50. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and pleasant. A nice afternoon for outdoor activities, the high 78. Clear skies for tomorrow night with a low of 51. Thursday, we'll see plenty of sunshine and a high of 80. Taking a look at Friday, we'll see sunny to partly cloudy skies. Expect a high Friday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? The passport card. What's the passport card? The passport card is what you can get instead of getting a passport. But it's only good for North America and for like the Caribbean and Bermuda. Okay. So it's, you basically. No. If you didn't get a passport, get a passport. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Get a passport. Does a passport card make sense? I guess like you kind of go, I'm never, I don't know. what. Like, why would you self-limit yourself? Right? Hey, you want to go to Ecuador? No, I only have the passport card, so I can only go to Toronto. Exactly. Right? I mean, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, I thought what I thought. So it's $65 versus $165. Well, maybe that's for the it. Pass- right. For okay. the passport. But I just feel like if you're just, if you're going to dip your toe in, how about we just. Some people say, well, I say what I'm just saying. I'm never going to travel, you know, extensively. How do you know that? I, and then you're going to pay $65 now, and then you're going to pay another 165 I, later. I don't know. It's, gov- it's the government's tr- overthinking, maybe. And is that a surprise to you that that doesn't no, make sense? No, it doesn't, because it's the government. Do we agree on that, then? Yes. I, yes. The passport card, which I knew nof- nothing of, mm-hmm. does not make apparently sense. does not make sense. Look, my, my birthday was last week. My wife said, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, eh, yeah. yeah. So uh, came downstairs on my birthday morning. She had not one but three vases filled with fresh cut flowers for your birthday which i i i mean i'm off the charts about that i love fresh flowers and i told a buddy of mine he was like that is such a waste why would you want to have flowers they're just going to die anyway but i love them you know so they're now they're on their final legs you know but they're still there <clears throat> every room i walk in living room dining room kitchen downstairs i got fresh cut flowers gorgeous mm mm-hmm. mhm is lovely. So the fresh cut flowers make sense? Yes. Are you sure Every about that? Every day of the week. They're not a waste? I No. I mean, I don't have any in my house right now. Most of the time, I don't have any. Which it makes is, you feel good, though. Which is why when you have them, you feel special. I think so. Right? It's either your birthday or it's holiday good. or it's something like I that. I those, those star lilies. Oh, my. The smell of those? Aren't they fabulous? Oh, my but God. You can't have them if you have cats because they're poisonous for cats. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's cats. okay. You don't have any cats. No, it's I got fine. a bird. 
Okay. Pip's okay with it. <laughs> I guess. But I'm mean, really, the fragrance alone. I know. Plus, they're so beautiful to look Aren't at. Aren't they? I'm not looking, I sit it's there. It's not a waste. That's a, Some people, I mean, you know. We're going to die anyway, too, but like, are we a waste? Just depends on what day it is. <laughs> right? Okay, so passport cards? Passport cards, that doesn't make any sense. No, forget that. Fresh cut flowers in your house? All, any day of the week. I agree, 100%. So, one doesn't, one does. WORD. I had somebody ask me the other day if this is my real voice. Word FM presents a night out with comedian Chad Thornsbury. Like if I had the talent to do voices, this is the one I'm picking. 7 p.m. May 20th at Impact Christian Church, Moon Township. A buddy of mine, he's a comic, he's from Australia, and talks like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he is great with women. And they hear me talk like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he can fix my tractor. General admission, just $30 each. Tickets on sale now. Which I can, but that's not the point. That's at wordfm.com slash night out. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. The Bible. Scholars have debated it. World leaders have quoted it. Nations have fought for it. And now, you can experience it like never before. From world-shaping history to present-day events, come explore the most impactful book of all time through interactive exhibitions, immersive galleries, and breathtaking artifacts, where ancient stories and modern technology come together to bring the undeniable impact of the Bible to life. Museum of the Bible. What's in it will surprise you at museumofthebible.org. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 940 6161. That's 1 800 940 6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1 800 940 6161. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. I send out um, a lot of correspondence, a lot of emails. That's an understatement. Generally, just generally, I do not have an email sign-off. I just kind of let it hang out there. So you don't say... 
best. Sincerely. Best to you. Truly. People that I know that I that I've had long relationships with. I, this is and this, I always kind of pause it when I do this, but I do it. I, I often will say, <laughs> "Warm regards." Right. Warm regards. Because <laughs> I like you. Yeah. Right, thanks, and I'm John. telling you, I like you. Hey, thanks a lot. Like our friend Thomas Kidd. Yeah. I sent from Baylor University. To, yeah. I sent. Hey, Thomas, congratulations. Today's the drop of his new book on Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. I just want to say I just want to say congratulations. Sure. And I signed it today. Warm regards. Okay. Because we've known Thomas for more than a decade. He's been right. Just excellent. Um. What I see is that people, especially within the the Christian bubble that we live in, some people are very intentional about having a Christianese sign off. Grace and peace right. is very popular. Okay. Blessings sure. is very popular. In uh, his love. Very popular. In Christ. Yes. Yeah. Shalom. Okay. Um I just do you Never. It makes me... Never. I get a little cringy. I have to be honest. When I send emails for the most part, I don't... Unless... If it's if it's someone I know, I never sign them. You don't sign... Best to you. You don't I mean, say it best. It says my name at the top. They know it's from me. Now, if it's someone for work here, someone I don't know well, well you've got I a, will what, sign it best. And I have a little signature plate You've got the a bottom. signature. You've right. got a... Yeah, right. But, but I'm you not, sign your name. I don't say best. Or I, if it's somebody I know, I just don't do anything. Which is... Which some might consider rude, but I feel like we all know how this works. We do, right? we but works. but you know you want to follow, especially in a professional atmosphere. Yeah, that's what I mean. If I, I want to follow doing, protocol. If I was doing it for work, it would be different. I would say best, but I would not say in Jesus' name or things like that. No, I'm not sending an email in Jesus' name. That doesn't seem People, appropriate. I, I get emails signing off okay. like that. Christy, what do you send? What are you signing? Do you sign off? Um, I don't think I sign off anymore. Okay, anymore. Oh. I used to. Mm-hmm. And you used to say what? Blessings. Blessings. Peace be with you? <laughs> never never that far. <laughs> <laughs> and then I send back also with you. I mean. It seems, do you not get the whiff of trying too hard there? Well, yeah, yeah, I do. It's like. I'm cringy, I think, I'm cringy. Yeah. At, and I don't want to be like a jerk. I implicate myself, you, Christy, <laughs> I'm implicating all of us in this. But I do feel like Christians have a tendency to want to put the Christian imprimatur on something and just put Drive a little, it home. Right. And it seems like it's a little much. Do, I, do you think I'm cynical? No, 100% about that because you know what happened is that early on, like years and years and years ago, I found myself – actively like segregating my sign off oh well they're not christian so i'm not going to say blessings and then i was like well that's ridiculous, ridiculous. Like, i caught myself know, and right? i was like well why would you right like i somehow had a category for my non-christian sign off right. friends that they're, you only, as opposed they're to only my sincere with them it didn't make any sense right, and I, it's a, well john that's just fraudulent of you right. why it's just ridiculous so stop it altogether but i but especially, you know, like if you, I wonder, like, you know, does your pastor sign off? You expect something a little better well, from your pastor. Well, here's the thing: if it's if it's the pastor just like firing off an email about something that you know, 
some church business. Probably not. But if it's a formal thing to a council, yes, yes, yes or of course, a group 100%. or something like that, then it's probably it's because be he's signed. speaking for a wider yes. a wider yeah. group. Yeah. So I think it would be appropriate to sign something, right? As opposed to me just sending, "Hey, you want to come on the show?" Blessings, right? Right. You guys. I have never signed an email I've ever sent to Christy or you, John. Have I, Christy? Have I ever signed? No, because it's like our, we do this. Our conversation goes on all day long, right? It'd be like sending, a, you know, a sign off to my kids or something. Same thing. They go, That's weird. Dad, what the heck, Dad? Right. All of a sudden, you're like all formal. Do you think that the Christian stamp on it is weird? I called myself out because, you know, I was delineating between Christian and non-Christian. So then I thought, well, what I'm doing is weird, right? What and ma- why are we doing that? Let's just back up a minute. Why would we? Why are we choosing to put like a God thing in the sign off of our email? Is well, it because we're trying to be like Paul signing off in his letters? Maybe. Okay. But like... But the, my, my email... No, no, no representation of anything like what Paul's letter you was think? to the Romans. Really? Tell me more. To the Thessalonians and my stupid email to Christy about would you yeah. print this? I don't, they, don't think I can print this. That. Paul to the Thessalonians and Cass email to Christy. I mean, as far as the East is from the West. No, I just hear, but I, you Pipe know. down about my email. Sorry. When someone says to me, like, like sends me an email or a text, hey, brother. I mean, I go, oh, yeah, Yeah, that guy's my brother. And I don't find that cheesy. I don't either. I don't either. So what's the difference then? I don't know. It's something. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what if I sent you an email and said, hey, brother? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean. Uh, That would be weird. Because anything that rises to the level of being a poser is just should be off the table. But the people that we're talking about, and we're not trying to, you know. Denigrate anyone. No. I'm, although I'm not trying to say you're a poser if you're sending a blessings in your email. If you're really sincere about it, maybe. But if you're sending, if you're putting blessings just because you feel like it's a Christian thing to do, I don't think that's helpful to you or the person you're sending. Who it am to. I to say? Yeah, but I well. Who am I to say? Hey, hey, well, come then why on. are we doing a talk show? I mean, the point is, is that you like I'm asking your opinion on it. Well, I'm saying that, that my opinion, like so, all of a sudden now, now as I go through all the all the emails I get every day, I go fraud, phony. No, I'm not fake. saying that. I'm I mean, saying your choice for you as my sign off. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're good. I don't even notice what people say at the ends of their emails to you me. Don't never. Oh, I always do. Never notice. I'm acutely aware. Because, never notice because I, you know. I'm just curious about the exchange. Yeah, I know. Nope. I have no curiosity about the exchange. Huh. But I would be concerned about what I'm saying. Right. Okay. I get that, of course. Well, I've, I'm I've, never going to judge anybody for what they put at the bottom of an email, but I feel like I should judge myself. I mean, it's up to me to decide whether I'm doing that to be, to sound more Christian. Right. Okay. So then that, is, that, is that the point for you? Then? Yes. The reason you choose not to do yes. it is because you think as though you fall into a false yes. trap. Yes. And there's Kathy being yes. uh, uh, pious yes. when she doesn't have to be. Exactly. I've often thought that about you. <laughs> not even when she doesn't have to be, when she just isn't. <laughs> Here comes Kath and her I, pious I, sign I off again. I run away from anything that I feel like is fake. Mm-hmm. I just can't stand it. But some people are. Tr- that's what I. If people you, are trying to engage in an a, so in it, a holy man. Okay, is it? Is your is your email holy? <laughs> <laughs> is it? No, it's not. Okay, 
So then don't try to be holy in your email. <laughs> but but I'm not trying saying you should be non-holy no, or sinful, of course not. but I'm saying it's an email. It doesn't have to carry the weight of Christendom. If though it was heartfelt and there was, you know, Look, like if you the were content in, if you were in a something. crisis and I was pouring my heart out to right, you, then you, that would, would be a whole different thing. But if I'm asking you what the code is for the restroom, <laughs> think putting blessings behind it is the thing to do i just don't <laughs> i get it it's very complex being trying to be a believer really, in this age isn't it because you want to do the right thing and you don't you want do. to be like an idiot but any and you but, want to be god yes okay but god honoring and posing for people are very different things. I agree. And any time i get a whiff of myself posing, trying to posing. pose right, i try to me. run away I don't want that. So easy to fall into, isn't it? Especially if you have any type of career like we do, Mm -hmm. where you are a public person who's also a professing Christian. I, I, I think we need to steer clear of anything that's artificial in that Mm -hmm. way. Yeah, I'm with you on this. I am, but it is something that you see. And if we're having this conversation amongst ourselves, we're, we're being transparent. Everybody else who's signed off on an email has had the same thought process, I would imagine. Probably. Don't you think? Probably. Hopefully, and to some degree. And not to think we have all the answers yeah. here, but we're just airing this out to think what's proper, what's right, what sounds right, what feels mm-hmm. right. How does this work? I don't want to be phony, but I don't want to be sure. you know, over-the-top pious either. Right. I want to be correct in the, in the moment. Yes, and appropriate in the moment. So when I ask for the code for the bathroom, I'm just not going to sign it. Well, hopefully you know it by now. I gave it to you somebody. Gave it to, to somebody I did. Wrong. I did. I did. Forget it. <laughs> Which, hit the button. He'd be down there like pressing on. Exactly. What did I say? It was. I just inverted the you, two. Yeah, which it doesn't. I mean, and the worst thing you was just inverted it. You, it was wrong. Right. And and the worst thing was my boss was standing next to me and goes wrong. It's this. Oh, I'm like. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that's a bad way to end that, isn't it? Good anyway, grief. All grace and peace. Anyway, Take a break. coming up next, um, House panel is holding a public hearings on unexplained aerial sightings. Today's New York Times. Oh, it's, it's an, another UFO story. I can't wait. All right, here we go. You ever make a change and then think, why didn't I do this years ago? Well, that's how people feel about switching to MediShare for their health care, especially now with inflation the way it is. People are very happy with the savings. Most families save about $500 a month when they switch. It's a huge help when prices are going up so fast in so many other areas. And MediShare's customer satisfaction rate is double that of health insurance. It's just a different experience, and people really like that. MediShare is an alternative to health insurance. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it's been going strong for over 25 years it really is the gold standard, the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. Find out why people love it. Find out why they rave about the customer service and find out how good it feels to save some money right now. They're super easy to talk to. Here's the number, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Thanks for helping me out, Joe. Can I get you a glass of water? Great, thanks. <laughs> 
No offense, Bill, but this water tastes terrible. Ugh. Yeah, sorry about that. When you buy a new house, you never think to taste the water, do you? No, and I've actually got several friends around Pittsburgh that have the same issue. They all called Leaf Home Water Solutions for a free water test. Free water test? Yep, they come to your house and test your water safety for free. They can find all kinds of stuff like toxins, heavy metals, and bacteria. Ooh, I don't want my family drinking that. Uh, definitely not. You need a water treatment system from Leaf Home Water Solutions. It removes the harmful contaminants and makes your water clear, clean, and safe. Thanks, Joe. I'm calling Leaf Home Water Solutions today. Call 866-549-7426 now or go to goodwatertest.com for your free home water test and make sure you and your home have safe, healthy water. Call 866-549-7426 now or go to goodwatertest.com for your free in-home water test. Don't wait. Call 866-549-7426. 866-549-7426. Hi. I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Biting into a sandwich is good. Getting the perfect bite of KFC's juicy, hand-breaded, 100% white meat chicken filet with tangy mayo, thick-cut pickles, and a buttery brioche bun? That's finger-licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich in classic or spicy today. Prices and participation may vary. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Lay the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. A House subcommittee, committee, John, mm-hmm. House is, subcommittee. is scheduled to hold next week the very first open congressional hearing on unidentified aerial vehicles in more than 50 years. What? With testimony from two top defense intelligence officials. Uh, yeah, reading today from today's New York Times, the hearing comes after the release last June of a report requested by Congress on unidentified aerial phenomena. Remember the 60 Minutes that came out about this? Yep. We had a big, we did you know several segments on it on the show here. Um, 144 incidents dating back to 2004, and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence was able to explain only one. Hmm. Okay, so has your opinion changed? My opinion has changed over the years. Mine has too. I used to think, oh, definitely. There's, there are extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm. Now I go, mm, probably not. I'm the reverse. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I thought there's no really? way. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But that 60-minute story from mm-hmm. last year yeah. really changed my, my, my feeling on it. And I'm not saying that I definitely think that there are extraterrestrials as much as i think more likely that there's something going on in military intelligence from other countries okay so that 60 minutes thing these guys were in jets right and they were like boom what what was that right so it was something it, it was it was something that was relatively small right but it was able to move in a manner that was completely inconsistent with anything that these Navy fighters had ever seen. Right. The physical nature of supersonics starting and moving right. at hyperspeeds uh, heretofore un- unseen before. Yes. And they, because of the positions they were in, they were very persuasive to Yes. Me. Yeah, of course. 
because you saw they weren't performing for anyone. No. There was just like this is what I saw. I'm doing my job, and all of a sudden I see this, and I'm going to respond to it, react to it. Right. And there were several people who were in the same jet who both saw. Right, right. There were several instances like okay. that. Now, this hearing is scheduled for next Tuesday. It's intended to focus on the work of a group within the Pentagon following up on the national security flight safety questions raised by this report that I talked about. So what do you think? Well, will you follow it? Yeah, I'm curious. I am curious. My hope is that there there isn't because we are so as a, as a society, we're so backwards. Why are we inviting some higher intelligence if there is such a thing out there to come and be with us? They right, will we over, don't know anything. They about will them. overrun us. Right. Most likely they would not be our friend. Right, so mm-hmm. we're saying we're like waving flags. Come and visit. Come and visit. As though we're like sending out the the mathematic, the digital representation of our DNA. Right, but what they're going to show up with like a box of Turkey's taffy? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I don't, they're not. They're, they're not going to be coming in here. I don't think so. I, but to be honest, I really think that we are alone. I really do. Okay. Well, but God has made us, and we are singular in His creation. Why would you think that though? Wait, do you do you mean me and you? No. Okay. I used to think the I used to think our God is a God of creation. Right. That he that that is what God does. And the creation pours out of him. You see the stars, you know, like oh you know, my gosh. they're just pouring out of like star factories, you know, for lack wonderful of animals and Everything. trees, flowers. So why that. would I try to, you know, limit God's creation to just the planet Earth when there is the universe and the abundance unforetold galaxies that go on stretch forever and ever and ever Mm -hmm. i was fully invested in that now i often think that when i see like you know that ufo thing on 60 minutes Mm -hmm. or you hear crackpot stories of people that we maybe they're out there i just don't trust our witness i don't either right and i don't think it matters like it's not like god is fully god whether there are others well, or there, are, there aren't right. it doesn't matter to me but if there is another nation on this planet that has developed technology like those Supersonic, hypersonic right that those pilots saw yeah. that makes me very interested scheduled witnesses for next tuesday include ronald moultrie undersecretary of defense for intelligence and security and scott bray deputy director of naval intelligence so he's going to be talking I, i'm sure specifically about those accounts from the navy pilots so i wonder what his briefing is like from his superiors i don't know but i'm sure if, that's not the same thing we're going to hear on tuesday exactly right what we're going to hear is a very high, tightly edited super really narrow perspective they want to share with us if indeed they do have because everyone's going to go the government knows the government has information they're they're, holding back right congress has not held any open hearings on ufos since the air force closed a public investigation known as project blue book in early 1970 In 1966, Gerald Ford, then the House Republican minority leader, organized a hearing in response to reports of UFOs by over 40 people, including 12 policemen. Really? And then that was closed out. Uh, it's fascinating. I mean, you know, one thing about the Internet is, you know, <laughs> you, well, you leaks find and anything, whatnot, right? right? Everything's out there, right? So everyone's going to chime in with their two cents, whether it's, you know, crazy talk or, in fact, they do have government information that has been withheld from us. Right. So we shall see. I'm also not one of those people that feels like the government owes it to us to tell us everything. Now, that could be foolish on my part, and I'm put, investing too much you know, what, faith in them. But I feel like if if they're protecting us fully, then they can't tell everybody protecting everything. Protecting us from what? Well, that's what, I, that's what we're going to find out next Tuesday. Are you trusting bureaucrats to protect you? 
They can't even give me my tax return properly. And they, uh, I want their protection? Heaven help us. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.